This is Channel 253. Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. We, we fly, fly Alaska. Alaska. Book your next flight on alaskaair.com. One, two, two. Interchangeable. White Ladies. Welcome to the Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast. I'm Hope. I'm Annie. Today's essential question, has it really been a year since we started this podcast? Right. And where the heck do we go from here? Yeah, what's next? So, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! We have a special little um, sponsor today, don't we? Yeah, we do. Go ahead. Today's anniversary episode is brought to you by the Arbitrarily Measured Passage of Time. Has it been a year since we started this podcast? 365 days? 525,600 minutes while we frequently take the arbitrarily measured passage of time for granted. We're all hurtling through space on an increasingly warm rock, trying to make sense of the world around us by futilely labeling our trips around the sun. Or if you're a flat earther, our flips around the sun. The arbitrarily measured passage of time comes in a variety of deeply meaningless options, including sun-based, moon-based, earth-based, celestial sphere-based, jiffies, planks, and geological time. Subscribe to yours today with religious zeal. Annie, this song is dedicated to you. Thank you. It's our anniversary. Really want to focus on. It's our podiversary. It's our podiversary. Happy Potabration. Happy Potabration to you. It's going to be a podtastic episode. Indeed. It's, we've got so many surprises today. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be wonderful. First of all, the surprise that I'm feeling or not feeling is this pumpkin mimosa okay. that you whipped up. Okay. So, okay. In my uh, defense. describe that a little bit for us? In my defense. What are we drinking here in these mason jars? So they are in mason jars, which is so white. Uh, white lady of us to have them in mason jars, mm. but the Did you uh, get this idea from Pinterest. Is the no, real I made this up oh. because this morning Hope asked me for all the listeners out there, can we have mimosa fixins for our anniversary? And I said, yeah, that sounds amazing. And then I was like, what about pumpkin spice mimosas? Is this music helping you feel this episode or distracting you? From um, talking about both. I feel amazing mimosas. and also. I just am so into it. I just want to shout out to Tony Tony Tone (laughs) (laughs) for this really fantastic song. It's from 1993. It's so good. All right. So what is in this pumpkin spice mimosa? So when you said mimosa, I was like, how do we make it whiter? So let's put it in a mason jar. (laughs) Let's make it pumpkin spice. So instead of orange juice, I did pumpkin puree, maple syrup, Mm. and pumpkin pie spice. That's good. Which, and I got Prosecco instead of champagne on accident, (laughs) and that's fine. Um, But um, it's kind of gross. But kind of awesome. Doug, you tasted it. I mean, yeah, what do you Doug think? Yeah, Doug tasted it. It is, um, uh, God, uh, God, I'm, I'm seizing up. What's the flavor profile you would describe? The um, flavor. Spicy? Spicy. Well, I added more maple syrup to mine, which really helped. Like, if you, like, if you, like, make it real sweet, like orange juice sweet with maple syrup, you can't taste the weird well, chalky. It's, it, <laughs> it definitely tastes like pumpkin. I was about to make um, some, like, no offense, vegan pumpkin yep. Yep. cookie logs. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to. It's gonna... sort of food like, but then there's that booze. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's because of the puree. I think if you mm-hmm. use pumpkin juice instead of. Do pumpkins have juice? <laughs> I mean, I think you can juice anything except bananas. 
You can... It did say in my juicer, I do have a juicer because I'm a vegan. It does say in the juicer not to juice bananas. <laughs> it's like, FYI, don't juice bananas. Hey, dumbass, don't juice them. <laughs> you cannot juice a banana. Just for everybody well, out there. Well, cheers. Cheers. Hey. hey. anniversary. So I'm going to sip on this uh, interesting, <laughs> my favorite word, Yeah, <laughs> interesting drink here. As we talk and we reflect, it's yeah. been a whole stinking year. Can you believe it? It's amazing. I, uh, when you asked me to do this podcast, yeah. I... Uh, a year ago? A year ago. Flashback. Flashback. <laughs> Throwback there. Thro- it's Friday. <laughs> Throwback Friday. Um, I I was a little doubtful. I was like, can I do a podcast? Am I capable of that as a person? Mm-hmm. And then I thought, I can try and it will probably be fun if nothing else because mm-hmm. I get to hang out with Hope. Yeah. So, That's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah. It would be fun. We'd have a good chance to learn. And I yeah. really shout out Channel 253 mm-hmm. and Eric Hanberg and yeah. Marguerite Martin for believing um, that the show would be like worth yeah. having to Channel 253. And we started out, I was reminiscing, we started out with just committing to eight episodes. Yeah. And like, let's try it. Let's see if it's interesting. Yeah. And it um, was. Yeah. And <laughs> well, we're so interesting. We're so interesting. <laughs> we're put interesting. Pin. I'm like, <laughs> Pinteresting. Pinteresting, not quite. <laughs> um, yeah, so this potteration, I just want to recognize yeah. that. Yeah, we started as eight and we we're hitting 20, episode 27. That's amazing. And it's really because of the listeners, right? Like, Absolutely. because people are listening yeah. and actually. Um, Podsolutely. <laughs> Podsolutely, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so ridiculous. So good. So uh, let's kind of reminisce a little bit more. What are yeah. some things you feel like we've learned or we really, really, you know, really appreciate? Oh, wait, hold on. I, yeah. multiple times in this episode, I we definitely need to thank producer Doug. Um, yes. Because I think back to that first time when we met, we were yeah. like, oh, Oh my god! And we had what all these notes. Do? And Doug's like, "Yo, Doug's ladies, like, What's calm your, down. You guys are crazy." And then he, and then now, like, he's like, "Talk closer to the mic." Yeah. <laughs> so we love Doug so much. Thank oh, you, Doug. We love you too. I love you, Doug. I just referred to myself as a we. How does that happen? <laughs> we love you too. That's Me right. and the like, soundboard the love we. you. I like the royal we. The soundboard is actually we do. So we've learned producer Doug is super amazing. Nice and actually, I, I made a note about that to mention it like several times as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I've learned podcasting is definitely an art form that we're like figuring out. Like it takes time to kind of figure out, get hit your stride. Because mm-hmm. remember early days, like we had some clunk, we had some clunkers. Not a clunker episodes, but like clunker elements of episodes where it was like, oh, yeah. it didn't really work. But now it still uh, do. Yeah. Hey, whatever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's not an ending point. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's a, a fail. First attempt in learning. Right. Um, so Damn. also Doug, the producer is a really good person. I put in my I wrote that out in my notes in a complete sense. Um, so there's that. Um, we love him so much. Um, pumpkin spice yogurt is super nasty. Yeah. I didn't try it. I didn't try it. But you tried it. I trust you because it was sounded like it was extra gross. Puking a little bit, yeah. It was, yeah, it was really gross. Yeah. Um, Nazis are always and still bad, mm-hmm. like before and currently and forever. <laughs> yes, in the yeah. last year we've definitely <laughs> learned that. Reiterated that. I think we knew that, but like it's. <laughs> just, I mean, just uh, just in case you forgot. Yeah, I think one of the things a lot of folks asked when I, we were kind of floating the idea of the podcast um, out there is folks were like, "Well, who's your audience?" And oh, I yeah. find it really people interesting. People did ask that a lot. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, who are you picturing?" Which I think, I mean, anytime you're writing or any kind of commission, you have yeah. to think about your audience. And when we started, we were like, "Okay, it's." 
basic white ladies like us who yeah. are like trying to be better or you know, yeah. whatever. And and the funny thing is um, that actually, from what we know about our listeners, thank you everybody. Um, we know that a lot of white dudes listen to the show. Yeah. So shout out to all the white hey, dudes. Shout out to white dudes. <laughs> who put us on in your car hey, or on your run on or your commute like, or yeah, <laughs> wherever cool. it is you're listening. When you're riding the bus um, and your sustainable transportation and you're tuning in, we appreciate yeah. that. So now I'm like, when people are like, well, who are your demographic? I'm like, white dudes, I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so that's really funny. I think dude I think is too. the proper term for the white, white, dudes. The white male as well. The white male dudes. Dude, yeah. So what else do you think we've learned over the year, Annie? We've, got, we've, got, um, we've talked about to a lot of really amazing we have. We've talked to amazing um, guests. I feel like one thing that I've learned is that once you make these connections with awesome people, um, when you're doing something like a podcast or like you're having frequent contact with like new people, um, that you get to kind of um, see them again, like in the community. Yeah. And that's rad. Like I ran into Bernadette. Um, she was on one of our early, I think they were our first guests yeah, on the show, um, yep. Bernadette and Sonia. And I ran into Bernadette at graduation because her school's graduation was right after ours, at, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the spring. And um, just seeing her, like every time I see her, she's got like, she gives me a hug. She's like, says hi. Like, and she's like moving up in the world. She's got promoted. She got like, since she did her episode and like, she's just like killing it. And Sonia's business, like her salon is like expanded and like she's doing amazing and so yeah yeah, it's just like seeing like being able to like reconnect with people after we've had them on the show is really cool Mm -hmm. like I love that that's been fun to see people grow and um, yeah have success it's rad I like that a lot that's been yeah uh, I know it's funny I was thinking about some of the people that we've had on the show like some of the folks that we've had come on um, have been friends right and so Mm -hmm. like we're like hey will you come on the show will you talk with us right and um, we really appreciate people taking the time. That's always – it's so funny because I'm going to – not to, like, reinforce gender stereotypes, but I'm going to be mm. extremely not dude about this. Like, <laughs> letters are like, yeah, it's just so great or whatever. And I, I, I think sometimes I have to, like, learn from men who are, like, more confident about things. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, my God, you wanted to come on the show? Like, it's That's so great. great. Thank you. Thank you Even so if much. it's, like, a friend, I still, like, think about all the people who spent time driving from wherever they've driven yeah. and coming down and sharing us their ideas Absolutely. and thoughts or expertise. Yeah. Um, and that's been awesome. And then, like, some of the folks um, – um, I think about who are experts in their field who have come down here. Um, not that our friends aren't experts. <laughs> should be right, yeah, but, like, but people who we have like maybe one degree of separation where yeah. you just met them at a thing and then they're like amazing professionals and like very yeah. um, very committed to their work and you're like, whoa, yep. that's incredible. Yeah. And, and something different than what we do, like uh-huh. different than teaching, yeah. different than, yeah. So. And kind of that cold calling of like, hey, you want to come in and talk to us? And, and people us. say yes. Yes. Like that's yeah. incredible. It's been really awesome. Yeah. And I don't know why I'm surprised by that. <laughs> I definitely no, don't want like, any future guests to be like, oh, no. No, no, it's awesome though. Show, like I love it. It's but so it's nice really and awesome. people yeah. say yes. Yeah. So what are the things you think um, have stood out to you about our episodes or things we've learned from our guests? You know, I was thinking about, I kind of went through our episodes yeah. and was thinking about like what we've learned. Um, just, I was, I've been thinking about this for a couple of days, just like, oh, what, you know, what are some of the takeaway lessons from what we, what we've done on the show? Mm-hmm. Um, I think early on it was really like figuring out what an interchangeable white lady really was. Yep. Like, and from your writing, but then also like talking about it and mm-hmm. kind of expanding the definition in like my mind of what that means. Um, that was really important. And not just for like, hey, it's the title of the show, but also because yeah. just like um, situating yourself in like in your professional life, like mm-hmm. what does that look like? How do you navigate that? Um, and doing a lot more reflective thinking about what that means. Mm-hmm. That for me has been huge. So mm-hmm. that was like early on. That was like episode one. We talked about that and I learned a lot I, over that over the last year, just like doing reflective thinking about who am I and like how do I fit mm-hmm. in the system and how do I make it better? How do I make it less basic? Hey, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about that as well, kind of from the framing of like, you're hitting at the word identity, right? So Mm -hmm. like, what does it mean? What are our multiple identities? And how do all those things intersect with each other? And so um, 
thinking about the things people who like we've conversations we've had and with our guests and like with listeners outside of the space um just really think about like yeah how those identities shift and change and grow and like when they impact us more than others right um and like that fluidity i don't know if i really realized quite i mean i i don't know i'd like to think i knew something about it but um, I definitely know more now. Yeah, I think, absolutely. realizing more about myself. Oh yeah, and even like talking to folks who are like, who ha- who are not totally bought into the idea that like, of like, um, white women in education having this. Um, I don't know, just like kind of talking to them about it. Oh, I don't really understand interchangeable white ladies. I don't really understand why you need to call yourself that. I don't understand like why not all white ladies. Yeah, not all white ladies. Um, but I'm special. That's been a really interesting um thing to navigate just with folks, just not not wanting to accept it like just thinking that's not me mm-hmm. um but it is and i went through a little bit of that myself like oh that is me yeah yeah, yeah. Well, why do you think it is that people um well i guess now what are you realizing about what it means to be a white lady or an interchangeable white lady um it's a great question i think i i've i plan the way that i teach differently mm-hmm. which is really um important um and you know i've always felt like i like loved and respected my students but Understanding that, that you, I don't know, understanding on a deeper level that ignoring, ignoring race as an issue in the classroom is, it doesn't help anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that if you acknowledge that um, kids' racial identity is important to them instead of pretending it doesn't exist, because it's easy to pretend it doesn't exist. Oh, like, mm-hmm. we don't talk about that because it's not. Colorblindness. Yeah, it's just, and that's really prevalent, right? So, yeah, I, and I don't even necessarily, I don't necessarily think I was ever really colorblind um, in when I've been, as I've been a teacher. When I was younger, obviously, yes, because, mm-hmm. like, everyone around me was like, we well, don't see color, it's fine. Um, but as an adult <laughs> professional, like, I've worked really hard to be like, no, I recognize kids' identities, but celebrating them is yes, a different yeah. step. Like, yeah. you, it's another step that you take yeah. to, like, celebrating kids' identities and um, trying to, like, like love and appreciate the things that they love and appreciate mm-hmm. so that you can get to know them better and understand them and support them. Yeah. That, that's just taken on a new dimension, I guess, since we've been doing the podcast, which has been really awesome. Yeah, that's that's really interesting to hear. Um, I was thinking about that a little bit, too. Like, uh, in my grad program at Evergreen, we talked about how... Uh, in the classroom, you're trying to, like, make transformative change and, mm-hmm. like, you want to transform, like, the curriculum and not just have an additive right. approach, right? So it's not just like, oh, now we have this one person of color we're right. reading for out of all the texts this right. year, right? And how, like, how do you do that in an authentic way yeah. um, and make those, like, structural systemic changes? Yeah. And I think this year, like, doing this work with you um, and all the folks who've been on here, um, that's one of the things, like, I... I'm working. I'm realizing like there's more ways to be more transformative than whatever I think that I'm doing or am. Right. right? Yeah. And I'm really glad like it's yeah, I'm really glad about that and thinking about this new school year is coming up. You know, our summer is almost over. Um, And thinking about what (laughs) what am I going to what am I going to do to not just be like as fake transformative as I think I yeah, am. <laughs> right. Like, more transformative, <laughs> yeah. right? And so I'm starting, well, I haven't really quite yet because, you know, it's middle yeah. of August, but maybe yeah. next week. Um, <laughs> maybe next week. <laughs> I'm, like, going back through my curriculum and I'm going, yeah. okay, where are these places where, like, cool story, I have, like, three authors of color embedded right. here, but, like, am I really, Im- are they embedded as, like, a natural place or right. is this, like, feel very additive like right. okay kids now we're gonna read this thing yeah. and like what am I doing with my teacher moves to make it that way yeah. to make it normalized right. and so like maybe the nor- the abnormal thing will be reading a white uh, white author right, and, right. Um, well, and or I, something I, like it's, that yeah so. it's interesting planning for because I'm teaching a new class this year I'm teaching APOS history and teaching that 
I'm looking at the curriculum and how um, kind of segmented these stories about people of color are like here's a day where we talk about slavery and it's not really there it's not talking about the horrors of slavery it's talking about the economics of slavery and so like how do i um how do i change the conversation in that curriculum about that's kind of canned i mean like it kind of comes like comes to you a little prescribed like how do you tweak it so that your kids are getting the full story because the legacy of slavery in america is not just a, a an event of people on a boat, Mm-mm. right? Who mm-hmm. were coming over voluntarily. Like some textbooks are very oh much gosh, like slavery so was a system of right? Hey, first shame of the anniversary episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Seriously though. Um <laughs> I've well, just been waiting to use this. I love it. It's so good. But like how do you teach history so that it's accurate and it talks you talk about the legacy of certain parts of our history that are not that are they're ugly, right? Yeah. And and continue to see how do you continue to see the echoes of those you know systems yeah. today right um because the curriculum doesn't always hit that but yeah, yeah it's just i've just been thinking about it a lot more this summer has been very like a very thoughtful summer in terms of how to make it better yeah well part of that I, I, reminds me of like the it's not just we celebrate black people in during black history month in february right, right? yeah you don't just celebrate celebrate <laughs> you don't just today. celebrate a little but uh, never mind. We'll leave that one out. We don't just <laughs> celebrate like women during what is Women's Month? I don't even remember because it's that unborn. Well, I think it's like March or April. Is it? I thought yeah. it was in October. Oh no, you're it's right. Because the, the Seneca Falls Convention was in like April or something. Oh, so it's, why? Yeah. actually, I, historically, that's I didn't know why. That. Yeah. Thanks, Annie. I've just learned I think it was in now. April. Um, I, the reason I th- why did I think October? Oh, it's because Breast Cancer Awareness Month and everything's right. pink. Yeah. Or like yeah. Um, oh, you know, Native that's, Heritage Month. That's the same, right? Because all you know, everything is pink ribbons for breast cancer. All the time. Kind of odd that breast cancer month is not during yeah. women's. You think those would overlap? Yeah. Although men can get breast cancer. It's true. Yeah, yeah, you can get true. cancer in your breast tissue. Yeah. yeah, interesting. The more you know. Yeah. Other things you've learned. This year? <laughs> Other things you've learned. This I've year? learned that I go on tangents a lot. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> the I do though. Um, so the. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So the, we also talked about, oh, that, remember that episode when we talked about white privilege and intersectionality and white supremacy and what the, episode was that? the women of the alt-right. Yeah. That was that one, the, the rise of one. the Valkyries. And I remember I said it was a ride of the Valkyries and Doug was like, no, that's a song. You're silly. And, <laughs> and we fixed it because I was, I was, yeah. I've learned that you have a really good podcast voice and Thanks. that I tend to be vocal fry. I know I've never admitted this <laughs> to people out there. I don't think, I, you know, when we're recording, I don't notice it. And even when I listen to don't know it because it's your I love your voice oh that's so sweet I don't even really know what vocal yeah. fry is is Apparently that like the like gravelly a, voice uh, like the trail I can't even do it right now but the, I'll do it this episode okay. at some point Wait, in yeah. the Pacific Northwest we have the um <clears throat> we have a few different um vocal things like the uh <laughs> vocal what's, things what's nice like, what, I don't know what they're called you know what I'm talking about it's like there's the no. the <laughs> Um, Northwest Upspeak, which is when folks say, and mostly women, end their sen- sentences like, like you're asking a question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty common. Gravelly voice. You hear that yeah. one a lot on NPR. Like, yeah, so maybe yeah. that's what a vocal fry yeah. slash gravelly voice. Yeah. The voice, the yeah. voice things. Linguistics. Um, other things you've learned? What do you think personally or through our episodes? Well, you know, thinking about um, that episode about women of the alt-right, I've learned a lot about like... I always... Maybe just I assume that um, women are just like better at politics or something than men in terms of like <laughs> or something doing stuff that's I don't it sounds so mean to our m- dude listeners I'm really sorry male persons you mean um, 90% of our uh, audience well, right yeah now. well like, like a lot of women are a lot of women's politics are more progressive and tend to be like yeah. um, but then also there's this contingent of women who are just like in the alt-right and then 
I kind of followed up and figured out like what happened to them. And they have more women kind of emerging as leaders in that movement, but it's yeah. still like the same. It's the same a lot of guys who are like, you know, um, women's places in the home and they shouldn't be organizing rallies or <laughs> they should be making me a sandwich instead of doing other things um, that are helpful to this movement. And I find that so odd. Stupid. It's like how important is it for you to like have buy-in from people in your community? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then women still are supporting the movement. So anyway, yeah. there's an interesting article in USA Today. This is actually from um, like three or four days ago. Are women changing Unite the Right or just rebranding the movement? Hmm. Because women apparently are wizards at rebranding. So. They are. Yeah. It's like, I know that because I went to Ulta the other day for like the first time. Changing clothes real fast there. Yeah. I went to Ulta and I, got, uh-huh. I bought makeup. Yeah. I don't do that. I don't do that sort of thing. Wait, you've, you've come to now buying makeup because no, I mean, of the podcast? I, buy, I usually buy it at the drugstore. It's <laughs> oh. not from the podcast, but it's like the, the rebranding thing. Oh, gotcha, I'm rebranding gotcha. my, I don't know. Face? Face. <laughs> my face. <laughs> I think I think it was fine the way it was, but uh. all right, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Okay, sounds good. This is Nate Bowling, host of the Nerd Former Podcast on the Channel Two Five Three Network. Coming back from a trip to New Orleans, I had an awesome idea for a topic and a guest for my podcast. So from the air, I reached out to the guest to see if she was interested. I chatted with producer Doug to book time at the Moonyard Studios. By the time I landed at SeaTac, I had a whole episode of Nerd Farmer coordinated and scheduled, and I did it all without having to pay for Wi-Fi thanks to Alaska's free chat service. Facebook Messenger, iMessage, and WhatsApp are all free when you fly Alaska. When all you have to do is send a couple of messages before you dig into your awesome cheese plate, it's an amazing feeling to know you won't have to pay for it. Stay connected when you travel and skip the travel sites. Just head to alaskaair.com and book your ticket. I'm Nate Bowling, Alaska Airlines MVP Gold, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. And we're back. So... There's other stuff we learned when we were doing this podcast. One of the episodes we talked about gender, femininity, mm-hmm. masculinity. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about, I've been thinking about that a lot, especially like the emotional labor that women do. It's like mm-hmm. a, this overly burdensome emotional labor. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the episode that everyone really loved because we did that pumpkin spice taste test. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We did. What did you, what do you remember? What was your favorite memory from tasting the pumpkin spice things? Well, I think I have a little um, PTSD or something yeah. from just the heaviness of the pumpkin spice. And since that episode, I think maybe I burned my tongue or something. On spice. Since that episode, Too every time spicy. I take a pumpkin spice, I'm like, woo, yeah. woo, woo, what's That's going quite on there? That's yeah. <laughs> Get a little cinnamon and nutmeg and you're like, no. <laughs> Keep it away. I um, need like a, a warning before yeah. I'm like. I didn't get to try the yogurt because I'm a vegan. True. Yeah. You missed out. And it has dairy in it. But you guys said the yogurt was nasty, yeah. but I, I can attest to the fact that that, that pumpkin spicy gum oh. was the pit. Yeah. That stuff was so sick. It mm. was like pumpkin spice, but also <laughs> minty. And it kind of tastes like trash, just it a little did, bit. like garbage. Kind of like if you left like a rotting pumpkin from Halloween like in the trash and then like dug it out. And, and then like, spr- I'm going to make And this then sprayed it with like peppermint, like uh-huh, brown sugar. Toilet bowl cleaner <laughs> and brown <laughs> sugar. And the frightening, part of it, like. the frightening part of it is the very nature of it means it's not going to go away soon. Exactly. Ah. Just keep mm-hmm. doing exactly. it. It's yeah, like, precisely. Factoid. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, so just, big, you know, that was fun. We learned a lot about that not all pumpkin spice things are not all delightful. <laughs> um, it's like the opposite. But I did, because it is the middle of August mm-hmm. and Target is so extra <laughs> that I found this amazing Mrs. Myers pumpkin soap for you. <gasps> oh my gosh. And I got one for Doug Annie, as well. Thank you. You're it's welcome. so great. 
I oh got, my gosh, let's smell this. It smells so good. Oh, it does smell very good. That's good. really nice. Yeah. It's I feel delicious. like maybe I should put it out in like September, end of September, early end October. End of September, early October. Yeah. It'll probably last about a month. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll put it out when Starbucks releases their the PS The PSL. <laughs> Although I did hear that they um, are going to release it early this year. Really? Yeah. How early? I don't know. That's the one thing I, I mean, didn't... Target already has pumpkin spice I, I saw the soap, headline and so... then I was like, I can't with this. So I didn't yeah. click it. <laughs> yeah. I can't with this. <laughs> Oh man, um, that's great. Yeah, these are really good like points Memories, from the year. Yeah. What else? Anything else? Um when we talked about passive aggressive workplace communication, yep. that was like was great because I I, I see it more now. Mm. And also like some like recent current event examples from the year we haven't talked about on the show are yeah. like the um permit patty and barbecue Becky oh memes, gosh, like the white yeah. ladies who see black people having fun and then call nine one one. Um or like the guy at the <laughs> like a Rite Aid. The lady had an expired coupon and he the black woman and a white male cashier called the police on her because what? she had an expired coupon. You didn't see that one? Oh my gosh. Okay, well, barbecue Becky. First of all, mind your own business, people. Yeah. Also, right? if you work at a so store that's expired coupon, be like, sorry, ma'am, this one's expired. Yeah. Hold that's up. all and you why do. You, why are you trying to call the police? Like, permit, the pa- police permit Patty called. So wasn't just... she called on a kid who was selling like lemonade or yeah. water or some yeah. bottled water? Yeah. Yeah. And then barbecue Becky saw some people having a cookout, and they were like, this, this isn't. This is these people are too much fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna ruin, ruin it by calling nine Emma, yeah. words I shouldn't say on the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a something. Uh, and then a bunch of states have this legislation coming through that's like if you call 911 for like a frivolous thing, like if you call 911 just because someone's black, that's a crime. Like to call, Good. Wait, who's to call 911. Oh, I saw it. I think it was in Vermont, Vermont maybe. Because this a is... couple states were, there were people introducing legislation that was like basically, yeah. you're, it's already illegal to use 911 like to prank call 911, yeah. but to call about something that's like so frivolous, like you could get a fine because like the thing about... The thing about um, calling 911 is that, like, you're tying up resources that are actually yes, needed for emergencies. Sure. So, like, if you're calling about something and trivial, like, these people are having a barbecue somebody. and it's, I don't like how much fun they're having. That's yeah. trivial. It's not, it's not. And it's also. It's so racist. Right. It's so racist. And it's also it's so, so racist. Like, it's not just trivial. It's also, like, I see you having fun. I also see that you're black. 911 seems like a good choice. Yeah. Like, mind why? Mind your effing business. Like, mind your I beeswax. just keep, I can't, yeah, mind your beeswax. That's a better, mm. um, better for us here. Yeah. Those are, those are really good example. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, I mean, and that's kind of come up like, this is the other layer of like, sort of passive aggressive workplace communication that's like, um, I don't know if it really fits in with it, this idea. I just kind of came into my mind when we were talking about um, like police escorting, um, white supremacists like yeah. to uh, protest locations or yep. like not asking them to put their guns away yep. when they didn't do the same like the the yep. unequal treatment to protesters and counter protesters and like at like white supremacist rallies and so that mm. was kind of another thing too like like i don't know quietly or not so quietly taking our law enforcement officers taking one side or the other and yeah that's just like which a, they are yeah, yeah, which is like really disturbing so mm-hmm. that's come up too but i you notice in the last year like thinking about in the context of passive aggressive communication or workplace communication or how people talk about race and especially white women talking about race in such coded language or mm-hmm. like calling 911 is like a passive aggressive like deeply passive aggressive response to like to seeing black people having fun. Yeah. Yep. Like yeah. that's like that's like peak white. Yeah. white passive aggressive lady. Peak yeah, exactly. Permit Patty. Oh, man. And I appreciate the names, though, from these oh, yeah. terrible people. I was thinking about that, too, because um, I know one of the things I've been more intentional about since we've talked about it throughout the mm-hmm. year is just, like, 
fixing the tone or <laughs> I don't know, working on the tone of my email sometimes. Oh, yeah. And like when I'm writing an email or talking with somebody, I, I'm like thinking, am I being passive aggressive right now? Am I more mm-hmm. passive? Am I more aggressive? And I should just be aggressive, aggressive, not passive aggressive. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, and just, I don't know. My colleagues right might like, be like, <laughs> yeah. no, stop with that. Be more passive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because sometimes I get uh, <laughs> accused. <laughs> just kidding. Um, wrong word. But I, sometimes I get like um, challenged um, about the fact that I'm like a little too straightforward mm. or, um, for people's comfort. I like how straightforward so. you are. Thank you. Yeah. Um, um, I actually, was, I'm just trying not to yeah. be passive aggressive. I'm trying to be more. <laughs> this is passive aggressive about me talking really, about on a podcast. I'm trying right? to be, be passive aggressive. <laughs> That was Northwest Upspeak also. I'm trying not to be as aggressive. Um, I was going to, there's something else I was going to tell you about workplace communication. Oh, I realize that when I email or text that I'm always really excited to like communicate with my friends and people who I love. And so I use a lot of exclamation points mm, and I yeah. realize that that makes me seem like a teenage girl. And so I need to like, <laughs> that's the opposite. I have the opposite problem. I'm too excited. I'm like a puppy when I, I'm like, oh, my friend. So say like I text you and it's like four exclamation points. Nate always sees me because he'll look over and I'll be like randomly typing on my phone and yeah. he's like, "Why are you making that face right now? Like, what's happening?" And I'm like, "I'm just trying to express the emotion and feeling through the... my fingers." You know what's funny and about that? Like, what? I, I don't send as many exclamation points to Nate because I know he doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> he's trained that's me well over time to be more. like, "Yeah, right." That's like that's when you know your friends have trained you to be like less extra. Like I'll have my my eyes will like be open and my face is like, ugh. And then my head's like shaking in like a sometimes, positive yeah, way. Sometimes and I'll even like mutter like, to myself right as I'm now. typing and just like, I'm feeling a lot of feelings. <laughs> I'm just trying to explain how excited I am. <laughs> I have a lot of emotions. It's so awesome. Yeah. Are cool. we, oh, we have some awards we want to give we out today. Do. I'm so excited. But before that, we have a lot of sponsors on this episode. We do. This so one got, like, I'm you know. particularly excited about. So we're going to take yep. a little ad break. Today's Podiversary episode is brought to you by the month of August, regarded by most teachers as a whole month of Sundays. Are you an educator feeling too relaxed in summer mode? Start training your body for school now by rising before the sun, whittling your morning routine to five minutes, and running out the door with six bags and a tumbler of coffee without tripping. Bonus training points if you have kids to get ready in the morning or forget to pack your lunch the night before. With this grueling regimen, you'll be set for the year. Anxiety dreams about school starting got you down? Dump some lavender oil into your essential oil diffuser, bury your head in your planner, and overwork that stress away. You know, that's really, I really appreciate this ad because I am going to use that advice. (laughs) We should. Yeah, Yeah. especially since my work nightmare started real early this year. (laughs) Hope, overwork that stress away. It works every time. All right, we have a couple of awards. Guest awards. um, For our guests specifically. Um, And so we wanted, you know, it was kind of of this toss up of like, do we give a award to everybody? Yeah, because we really appreciate everyone for different reasons. Like everybody wins. Um, Because we've had some incredible guests, like not some, all of our guests have been incredible. So these awards are just, um, just little funnies. So we appreciate everyone who's been on the show. So I want to just give the award for Travel the Furthest to be on the show and record with us. Oh yeah. And that shout out goes to Sonia Lund, who traveled all the way from Yakima Yakima. for episode three to come talk to us about beauty, seeing and being seen. That was amazing. amazing. We really appreciate her traveling that far to come see us. Yeah. Um, You want to give the other one? Yeah. So another guest award, a Most Contagious Laugh Award, Carrie bosses from episode 18 savior hemorrhoid story for facebook she her laugh I was is dying. absolutely beautiful and perfect in everything in this world like it's so 
genuine and like she's a great belly laugh so we really appreciate her contagious laugh so go listen to that episode and you can hey. get you can get the giggles too go listen to it yeah we also conducted a special uh bracket this year we on, did in on, honor of our anniversary twitter we had a little face off with our episodes of like favorites yep and we we Part narrowed of our it down be less basic bracket say that 10 times fast be less basic bracket <laughs> Nope, can't do, barely do it once. That's really good. That's yeah. like going to be your next um, practice for, you know, like people in bracket. theater when yeah. they like practice their voice training. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like, Peter Pepper, it, pepper, got, pepper, it, pepper, it, pepper, like, it was awesome to see. I mean, we we're trying something new. So it, was it was really awesome. awesome to see different people's engagement. Got a lot of responses. Um, but especially at the end, it oh, all yeah. whittled down to two of our good friends and also yeah, colleagues. And you know teachers. what's really funny is that their episodes actually uh, had kind of similar yes. content. Yes. It was so it was interesting to see like... That 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 was um those were favorites and I because they were they I wouldn't say they were similar they were very different podcast episodes but they both talked about athletics and like women's uh, role in coaching and so yeah that was so you really want to tell us the top two yeah so our the honorable mention which would be would that be first place the grand prize sure you can is decide. different <laughs> I just decided that the first place which by the way I entered some art in the fair what fair? and it got the Puyallup oh. fair and it got accepted and I got an honorable mention oh. <laughs> In the miniatures category. Anyway, you should go to the fair this year and see it. And buy it. It's only $15. I mean, miniature art. Like, but what, though? It's like a lady on a diving board made out of clay. It's mixed media. And I took it up to the desk and I was like, and I was like, they were like, is this in the miniatures category or sculpture? And I was like, well, it's mixed media. And she was like, but is it a miniature or is it a sculpture? And I was like, it's mixed media. And she said, but, but is it a miniature or is it a sculpture? I was like, lady, it's mixed media. And she finally was like, okay, I guess I'll put it in mixed media. Like, it was very, like, it was a whole thing. But anyway. You should have um, put it in miniature. That would have been awesome. It is in miniature. Oh, it's in so miniatures, yeah, because miniature the canvas, is, the canvas is only three by three. So it's really tiny. That's really but cute. But you can go see it at the fair. Anyway, it's in the fine art, okay. So i got to stop talking about myself. Um, the the uh, first place honorable mention goes to the lovely and awesome Kat Peterson. Yes. And her episode, Slow Cooked Misogyny. We Everyone just really enjoyed that yep. episode. It was really good. Um, and our grand prize goes to Maya Smarandinsky. Did I say it right? Her name is so pretty, I hate to mess it up. Smarandinsky. Twice as much to be considered half as good. That was a very close vote. She won by about 52%, and um, that episode was so fun. Yeah. We loved having My her. My heart so. was, like, racing because, you know, we know. weren't voting in any of these um, Right, votes. we were just waiting to see yeah. what was going to happen. And it was like... Uh, cat was ahead, and then Maya was ahead, and then Cat was ahead, and then Maya was ahead, and then cat, they were tied, and then it was like, and it was I was like, so oh my crazy. gosh, what's gonna happen yeah. in the middle of the night? It was like, really exciting. Yeah, when I went to bed at like midnight versus like six a.m. Yeah, exactly. when I checked on the results, it's like watching election results roll in or something. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Oh, Except by the way, did you, did you vote in the primary? <laughs> that. Sure, of course. Of course. Yeah. Sure, of course. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody votes in the primary. You better. I did. I love. <laughs> I love voting. It's like my favorite. Um, we also want to give some shout outs yes. to the most downloaded episodes. Yes. And so when I we go through our list of episodes, um, one of our most downloaded episodes or like the most downloaded in terms of numbers was yeah. the the episode three with Bernadette and Sonia. Yeah. So yeah. that was really awesome. Uh, that was an early on episode, but that was yeah. really a sweet. And then also, so thinking about time is really interesting. Amy Young, our last oh, yeah. episode that we just released not that long ago yeah. in our conversation with her, episode 26. That was awesome. Um, so that great. was the second most yeah. downloaded our conversation about race and oh, yeah. um, challenging racism with Danielle 
Yeah, that was our third most downloaded nice. episode. And then Carrie Bossas, that episode was also our fourth most downloaded episode. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and then you and I, our intro episode is our fifth what? most downloaded episode. That's great. Yeah, so top five. Wow. I was really excited about that. Thank you to everybody who listened to those. We really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that said. Speaking of listeners, hey, yeah. Let's okay. Do some listener shout outs. Listener shout outs. Okay, go for it. Um, so the most reliable responder to questions on Facebook. We, we sometimes put these like survey questions on Facebook. Most reliable responder is Carly Densmore. Hey, thank and you for listening she, to the show. Thank you, Carly. And she lives in Australia and she's one of my best friends in the whole entire world. And I love her very much. And she's just like very, very reliable, like listener. She loves to listen to her show. And I just like think that's really cool because she doesn't even live in America. 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 So she's kind of tied for listening um, from afar. Award. Oh, yeah. Who's her furthest um, so far away Gara, listener? Gara. Wow. Gara. Sarah Gunderson. Gara Sunderson. Sarah Gunderson. And actually, I was re-looking. I was restocking her and um, stocking you on Facebook um, to remember, Re- like... Restocking. That's restocking. like stocking again. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Summer brain. Sorry. Anywho, so I met Sarah um, when we were in the Philippines back in the 80s. Oh, and so, wow. Um, as far as I know from Facebook, she still lives in the Philippines or nice. like goes back and forth to the U.S. Okay. and the Philippines. Yeah. And so that's really cool. Nice. Um, and so shout out to her as a listener. Um, one of the most impactful tweets from our listeners um, was from a few months ago. And Charlotte Newman, again, sorry if I pronounce things not perfectly. It's been a while since we've talked um, in person. Um, but I I was looking back through some tweets and I she wrote this one that really stood out to me. So I want to read that really quick. Um, and she tweeted about the show and said, she felt like I was listening to friends and help. Um, it helped, The show helps me articulate issues of privilege um, with conversations. In, wow, I'm just totally messing all this no, up. No, it's beautiful. You're doing great. <laughs> Let me reread that tweet again. (laughs) I felt like I was listening to friends and it helps me articulate issues of privilege in my conversations with people who don't think about it very often. Yeah. And um, that's what we hope the show does. Yeah, absolutely. So that was really cool. Yeah. Confirmation. Hey, also, you guys, you notice if you engage with us on social media that we will talk about you on the show because we love that. We love to see you Mm -hmm. on the Internet. Uh, one of our first listeners. So basically, the show dropped, yeah. and then immediately there was like within that forty-minute window, there was a tweet from Joe Eisman. So shout out, thank shout you, shout out to Joe Eisman. Thank you for early. like being an early engager and like listening and like following along and being awesome. We really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we got our we got a jar, and we're yes. gonna draw out of our jar all these folks we know are listeners of the pod. And when we pull the name out, um, they're gonna get the. 2017 2018 most valuable interchangeable white lady award so we've got a lot of listeners in yeah, the show annie are you full. so excited are you I'm nervous so, okay I'm, I'm so excited i'm so nervous most valuable interchangeable white lady i'm shaking the jar i'm shaking the jar okay. and uh, let me see we who got... is it it is joe boyer hey, hey! congratulations Congrats, joe. joe we will send you your award which will be something awesome <laughs> With pumpkin spice. Yeah, most definitely likely. gonna be pumpkin spice gum because I'm pretty sure I still have it from last year. Awesome. So, thinking about the future, yeah. We've got another year ahead of us, we do. at yeah. least. Um, yeah. And so we're really excited. We've asked listeners to share um, or tweet at us or message us. Yeah, and about we're still taking recommendations topics. for topics if you have any that you want us to talk about. I actually saw one recommended for another podcast that I was thinking about too. Like, um, like we've talked a little bit about appearance, but like, um, like uh, physical appearance in the workplace, how that varies from workplace to workplace, how standards are different for men and women, right? Mm-hmm. That one's come up in a few different conversations I've seen mm-hmm. online. Um, yep. Some of our listeners also, what, what else did they come yeah, up with? Yeah, so folks have been asking us to have more conversations about social emotion learning. And okay. currently yeah. we That's don't awesome. have an episode on that, but we're going to do that this fall. Um, I Meanwhile, go back and listen to Nerd Farm Podcast. Um, oh, yeah. I 
we'll put the number of the episode in the notes, but yeah. maybe I think two episodes ago, there yeah. was a conversation um, with Claude Steele from Whistling Vivaldi, Excellent. the writer of that, and then yeah. talking with the Aspen Institute yeah. um, around social emotional learning. And so Perfect. that was um, that really outstanding. Really so that might tide you over, meanwhile. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but we're super excited to have those conversations. Um, also, IWL will be presenting at a conference, teaching equity conference so in December. So excited. Well, we hope that we will be. We have we're, to, we're submitting a proposal. <laughs> we're submitting a proposal. And we hope we get a talk at this conference. But if you want to come, we'll probably be there, maybe. And we'll post some information about that. Definitely. um, And so folks can come out to that workshop, especially if you're a teacher in the area and you want to do that. Yeah, sounds great. So, Annie, let's wrap it up here. Yeah. um, No guilty favesies today. No guilty favesies because I think that um, we're we're taking a one-episode break from guilty favesies. But do do your fudging homework. Interchangeable. White ladies! Our homework is collective homework. We're uh, giving it together. Yeah. This is a kind of co-teaching situation. So <laughs> you're going you're gonna to go follow us on Facebook or Twitter at IWL underscore podcast. Yep. Um, and just follow us on social media because we do a lot of engagement online and we'd really love to see you and talk to you. And if you've been f- listening to the podcast for a while, but you haven't liked us on Facebook or found us on Twitter, um, you can sometimes get updates about episodes when episodes drop or um, surveys like our bracket for our podiversary. And we'd really love to see you on the internet. This has been great. It's been awesome. Happy podiversary. Happy podiversary. Bye. Bye. The interchangeable white ladies podcast is part of the channel two, five, three network. Listen to our other podcasts like Move to Tacoma, Citizen Tacoma, Nerd Farmer, Crossing Division, Taco Man, and Flounder's B-Team. Sing it. You know the words you gotta sing. Anniversary. Hey. (laughs) Anniversary. This is the whole song for like seven minutes. That's amazing. Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. We We fly fly Alaska. Alaska. Book your next flight on alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.